All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. What is happening? Happy Tuesday presented by Batano and Skip. It's the Tuesday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill with you as we get closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs Gets underway in just two weeks from now, Rosie. I can't wait, buddy. How are you? I'm flustered, man. Before we went live, a producer, Alex, oh. was talking about previous employment with an adult magazine, and I just then we went live, <laughs> and I'm just I'm still a little bit frazzled, but I'm gonna get over it, I think, and uh, we'll circle back with producer Alex. Woo. Talk about a broken telephone there. Uh, I thought you were more flustered by the lineup news coming out of the morning skate for the Maple Leafs, which we'll get to. But as per usual, with the warm up. <laughs> I'm not sure if you tracked this the other day, and we missed this from opening day. Dodger Stadium is the venue. I don't know if you caught this. The proposal gone wrong. Here's the video. So here's Buddy wheeling out. Let's go camera, dude. What is is happening? This is the cell footage. Oh, don't worry. He's coming. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Dude, that's like... No, I get it, man. If there's a streaker running around or an idiot running around near the players and stuff, you got to go tackle him. I get it. But this guy's clearly, you're not allowed on the field. I'm not saying you can't do anything to this guy and he's going to get arrested or whatever the deal is. But he's sitting there clearly proposing and like, how much is that guy's neck buggered? Is he not conky? Do you look at, oh, like you imagine Matt Murray got hit like that? 
No, I can't. <laughs> Be the end of his career. Matt Murray's out for who knows how long from tipping over, and then this guy gets absolutely exploded with a massive hit. You'd think he, uh, down in the States especially, you'd be suing out the yin-yang. I don't know what the story is. Yeah. I saw a picture on Twitter of him and his fiance smiling afterwards, so apparently he's not dead, but... <laughs> like that just, I know a security dude's just doing his job, but like my question coming out of this big hit, did she say yes? And I think you're almost forced to say yes after he goes above and beyond to give you the proposal of your life. Yeah, he cheated the rules a bit, and you can't do that at any sporting event. You're going to get cranked. But you got to say yes in that instance, no? Yeah, I, I think she did. And they got a story to tell now. My God, that guy. Uh, I imagine he got in a little bit of trouble, that security guard. Like, you're a little aggressive. Like, you, you could tell he was horned up saying, now's my chance. I'm going to show my high school coach that I should have been playing in the state finals. And he just fucked and went after it. Yeah, it was a big hit. And I think you make a good point on Matt Murray. I think you would miss four to six months with any type of injury you can list. Uh, nonetheless, surprise, surprise. He is not at the morning skate. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, and leave us a review wherever you're checking us out at the Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe here on YouTube if you haven't done so already. Additionally, we are available wherever you find your podcast. Just search Leafs Morning Take. You'll find us. Please subscribe. And don't forget, uh, forget excuse me, to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs. If you have thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube. We'll get to them a bit later on in the show. Got a great guest on today as well. Rear Admiral is Pitt and Chicklets. RA is going to drop by in about 10 from now. Can't wait for that one because I think you missed it the last time I had RA on. I think it was November I had him. No, I remember being there. We had him on. He was good. Oh, uh, always a good guest. Yeah, I remember him. Seems like a long time ago now, that's for sure. So it'll be good to check up on him. You know what? I appreciate the fact that he's not just so braggocious about his uh, yeah. Boston Bruins right now because holy crap does that town and that following ever have a lot to be bragging about these days so we'll check in on him yeah. for sure about that kind of thing they're an absolute wagon so again RA's coming up in about 10 minutes from now but for now let's get over the boards okay so plenty of news coming out of the morning skate happening right now at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto first and foremost unsurprisingly no Matt Murray Quick comment on that. Joseph Wall's out there. I think he's going to start tonight. Yeah, I mean, not surprised, I guess. It's just, yeah, Murray's uh, Murray's not real, real strong-bodied, man. He goes, just kind of falls <laughs> over, and that's, uh, that's, that's getting put on long. I don't even know what he's going to get put on, but he's injured, apparently, because uh, he can't play. He can't warm up. He can't have practice. He's, he's that hurt, I guess. So, I don't know, man. It's frustrating for sure. I don't want to bag on the guy, but like, yeah, come on. Like, I, I just don't get it. Where are you? I don't get how you can be that. It's almost like there's not a lot of will to, I don't know. You're talking about concussions. I get it. I don't want to rag on the guy, but Jesus, man, fuck. Can you get any softer? I'm sorry. I'm saying it. Two words, Island. I think that's what's ahead this uh, upcoming summer for Matt Murray, where he's going to go away and we're not going to know where he goes and he'll never come back to Leafs Nation because this is unacceptable. And uh, on top of that, I'm curious to see what Joseph Wall can bring to the table. He actually lost to Columbus earlier this season. You want to talk about wholesale changes. If you're uh, judging by the lines at the morning skate, Mitch Marner in, Ryan O'Reilly seemingly in. He missed 13 games. Nola Chari back in. Mark Giordano and Jake McCabe all projected to be back in. Meantime, out. Willie Nylander is going to get some rest. Razim Zahorna got loaned back uh, to the American Hockey League. Wayne Simmons out. Connor Timmons out. And uh, your buddy Luke Shen, sadly, doesn't look like he's going to play tonight.
Yeah, mixing it up for sure. Um, that Ryan O'Reilly is very interesting. Uh, that'll be good yeah. to keep your eye on for sure. And uh, yeah, I think in this last you know week and a half, two weeks here, they're going to be uh, just kind of putting pieces together and seeing what they have. And that's kind of another reason why I was pushing so hard earlier to get something down pat because the last three, four, two, three games, last game of the year, you're not going to be having anything resembling your lineup being on the ice, especially against Tampa and these teams where, you know, you just don't want to give anything up and you want to save everything for the playoffs. So you better know now and you better have known two weeks ago what your lines are and what's working and what's clicking. And that's kind of why I was raising my concerns about how much shuffling and crazy line changes in 11 and 7 they were doing for for so long there because it's going to look like this the rest of the way out and I'm sitting here going what are the what is the setup for the playoffs you know well that's exactly it uh, and to your point that's exactly why we were imploring them to figure things out sooner rather than later and they seemingly have the last couple games we'll give them credit cuz I think now's the time to rest some guys right with the Stanley Cup playoffs we're, we're now two away, uh, two weeks away from this thing. Like, it's getting real in a hurry, I believe, the first day of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And who knows when the Leafs start? April 17th, which is uh, two Mondays from now. So now we're within two weeks of that, of course. And two weeks today, we uh, project the Leafs could start or the Monday for that matter. But still, it's getting really, really close. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly coming back, I think, is awesome news. I think we had storylines to look forward to the last six games of the season. Ryan O'Reilly's return was uh, hemmed into that conversation. So he missed 13. What's your expectation? Does he play all six of these remaining games or is he another guy you would rest down the stretch to? Interesting call, man. Um, I imagine he wants to get his legs under him, his timing under him. I imagine he's certainly going to play more than he doesn't. No doubt whether they pull him out. I think it'll be the last couple of games maybe. I think he's going to play. I mean, if it were me, my best guess, if you want that, is that he's going to play You know, the next four games and maybe sit the last couple. He's going to get back in the lineup, get his juices going, get back to the point where he's just he's just back and there's, you know, the injury was in the past and now that he's back, then he'll just be treated as a normal player after 3-4 games and then the last handful, couple he can uh he can probably sit out and take a rest and uh, you know, get prepped up for the playoffs. That's my best guess. That's what I would do with him anyways and it's just nice to see him back with a handful of games to even have that option. And by the way, uh, he's back uh, centering John Tavares and uh, Mitch Marner, I believe, tonight. Uh, so they're going with those three once again, something they tinkered with earlier on when O'Reilly made his debut. So again, you start to wonder, maybe it's just because some guys are sitting, of course, Nylander not in the lineup. What that means for Ryan O'Reilly in the long run, does he play the wing to start or does he play up the middle to start against Tampa? I don't think we're going to know till till day one because the lineup for the rest of the year is going to be like this. You're going to have a key piece out, which is going to drastically affect where these guys go, right? You can't just take out a William Nylander and then act like the lines are pretty much set, you know, unless you simply do a one-for-one, one, bring someone up just to shove in that in that slot. But it seems like I just don't, I just don't think we're going to have a good sense of what the lines are um going into playoffs we're just gonna be looking at this every day it'll be a little bit different and you know what the way we're going it's starting to look like he's just not going to have set lines he could it could change drastically from game one to game two to game three maybe that's his strategy not get pigeonholed into one one specific combination of, of lines and d-men and, and you just all of a sudden are capable of mixing it up without totally 
throwing the players off because there is the other side of the coin where when you have those teams where they're just rock solid lines that never change and then something happens in the playoffs and you're like, I have to make a change here to, to get back in the series and you mix it up, it's pretty foreign to the players. So if that does happen, maybe the strategy is the guys can handle anything coming at them as far as uh, personnel change on their lines go. By the way, you can scratch all that on O'Reilly. He's doing extra work after the morning skate, so it looks like he will not return today. It's tough having the show ah. at that time live. I know another reason not Ooh. to watch this game, but uh, it's tough to do this show live and not get reports as we do the broadcast. But um, And that's what you're going to get this time here. It's only going to get progressively worse as we get closer and closer to the postseason. You're going to be out in the dark when it comes to the Maple Leafs lineup. And, and that's just the unfortunate part of the world we live in right now, which is weird to say because we're so into betting, but we're not going to really get a look at, at many of the lines, I think, down the stretch here. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things. They like to keep it hush-hush, and I mean, most teams are that way, and I think more so Keith likes to likes to do that, keep it hush-hush, not really show what's going on. I mean, it's not in their benefit. It's funny to be on the, this side of things with the media and, and be like, well, we need to know this, and we need to know, like, it's the last thing on their mind is we need to release... We need to release it to the to the public so that the media and, and the fans know what the lines are. It's literally the last thing on their mind. Like they got so much shit going on that is like, you know, beyond that. And then our our favorite thing is what is the lineup tonight? We're just waiting for that. They've got so much going on. They honestly in that room do not give a shit if we know what the lineup is or not. They're just gonna do their thing. So yeah, especially this time of year, we're just gonna be picking up the pieces, then the crumbs that they leave behind, and and try to put it together and and see if we can figure it out on our own. But for the most part, I think we're gonna know you know later than uh, than we're maybe used to what's going on with that lineup. So the lines at the morning skate, again, disregarding Ryan O'Reilly with Tavares and Marner. It's Bunting, Matthews, Yarncroak, and then uh, Ryan O'Reilly with Tavares and Marner. Abruzizi with Achari and Kerfoot. Aston Reese, Camp, and Lafferty. Uh, so maybe this assumes that Wayne Simmons could be in. Who knows? Again, your guess is as good as mine. Looking ahead at the week for the Maple Leafs, Rosie, home to Columbus tonight. So this is the penultimate home game of the season, by the way. They got one more after tonight at home to Montreal on Saturday. And at Boston on Thursday, what would you do with your goaltenders? So uh, Joseph Wall was the first goalie off, so he's projected to start, which I think is the right move in this game. I don't have to play Ilya Samsonov any more than I want to. Would you Would you play Samsonov on Thursday in Boston is the question. Mm. Yeah, I think I would. I think that would be his, yeah. uh, his big brush up, his big game. Like it's going to be a a really good opponent, obviously. And it's going to be, you know, a game where he needs to look sharp. It's going to be a game where he's had a bunch of rest before he's going to get some rest after. And I think that's kind of the one big shining game that we, you put him in and say, Hey, give us your best here. And then, you know, after that, you're looking at, you know, a week and change left until the playoffs. And, you know, it'll be up to him if he wants to squirt in one more or, or not, basically, but definitely get wall in there, get some tops, get some rep, reps, who knows what's going on if he wants to get one more if he doesn't get if he doesn't get one in here after this injury how, how do you even how do you even put him on the bench i mean well that's the thing i i think matt murray's finished man i i really i think i would move on i would move on not thinking matt murray's gonna be a factor because when are you gonna put him in there they got a four game road trip to finish off this season they're going into florida for a couple games like it's gonna end in a hurry and 
Maybe we'll find out more after the morning skate. Maybe we'll find out more in the coming days. Maybe it's just protocol at this point in time. But knowing his history, I just can't see a situation where Matt Murray is going to make a quick return here. I just can't. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, I found it hard to believe that he wouldn't come back of that game and come back and, and spell Sammy off and bail him out, and he didn't. And then I was surprised that he wouldn't skate or practice or, or do anything, and he was out, and and now he's not even in the pregame skate. And he, it's just like, has he just is it is is it a write off? Do you honestly write him off? I just didn't see when I saw him fall over. I was like, okay, hey, get up, man! Like you're a little bit rattled. That took you by surprise. And it's like, no, you got to go off. It's like, okay, well that's just COVID or that's just con uh, concussion protocol. He'll be back here. He's not back. Okay, he's not coming back. He's not. It's just like it just snowballed, and it's like. Maybe I should have known better, but you just you expect more out of it, and you just you just get the worst case scenario every single time, and it's almost like, and I, I hate doing it because I'm on the media side and I don't know him personally. Yeah. I'm not there to watch him, but it just it comes off as he's just like, well, see you later, boys. I'm uh, gonna take this opportunity to exit stage left, and it just it just got that vibe to it, which is fucking brutal. But uh, I don't. <laughs> it's very possible he doesn't come back this whole year. And then what do you do? I, again, I would maybe play uh, Sammy in that Boston game and get Wall a bunch of reps. And Wall's time with the Marlies is probably done this year. And and he can get in the show frame of mind and, and start prepping for what's potentially ahead for this guy. Optically, it doesn't look good. You're right. Like even dating back to the game, we all like to reference the one we were at at Scotiabank Arena where we were expecting Matt Murray to play and something happened to his ankle, I guess, in the pregame, in the warm-up, and he couldn't go in that game. And I think from a teammate standpoint, even from a fan standpoint, when you have a player that seemingly doesn't want to play, especially when it's a goalie, and optically, again, it looks bad. Who knows what's happening behind the scenes? Who knows if he's actually that way? It's not good. And I think this will just continue to spiral out of control. I think it'll become a bigger story than it needs to. That's why I think you just watch the world of Matt Murray right now. You move on with with Samsonov and Wall and, um, you know, echoing the sentiments I made yesterday, Rosie, they had to know this was coming. Number one, the track record. Number two, what's already happened this year. How many times has Matt Murray been hurt this year? Honestly, I've lost count. So it's almost like you have to tread carefully on a daily basis, thinking this guy at some point in time, something's going to happen to him. So what's happened, you have some faith here in Joseph Wall. He's uh, made, what, four appearances so far this season. He's been good so far in the NHL. But it's Samson off or die for me, man. There's no other alternative right now. It's probably not Wall and it's not Matt Murray. Yeah, and that doesn't scare me, man. Like, I, fuck, it's been yeah. a long time that I've been saying Murray or uh, Samsonov is my guy. Like, I, I consider him, you love him. I love how they yeah. switch hit and they went back and forth. And I loved how they were both playing good for a period of time there. But as time went on for a while now, I've been thinking that uh, Ilya Samsonov is is the guy that looks the most poised. He looks the most confident. He looks the sharpest. He looks the fastest. He just looks the best by far. And his numbers show that um, even when, you know, he's capable of bailing them out of games and, and keeping them in games and everything that you want out of a goaltender. And I, I just like his attitude. I like his confidence. I, I just like where he is. He's a hell of a good goalie. And I don't know, I don't claim to know what happened to him in Washington. And I don't really care. He's here and he's given us a huge body of work and it's all very solid. So I have confidence rolling in with him. It's just kind of a letdown that you don't have Murray in your back pocket with all of his experience and, and capabilities. But I mean, he has not looked that sharp lately. He's kind of looked the opposite of, of Samsonov as far as a little bit 
wincing, a little bit unconfident, a little bit hesitant, a little bit panicky, a little bit guessing at the pucks coming his way. And it's just not a good look for a guy going into the playoffs. And now he's, like I said, exited stage left and said, see you later. I'm out. So frustrating for sure. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I have froze. Yeah, you there? Yeah, got you now. Okay, we're back in the mix. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, it's one of those things where you move forward. And I think we have to, we also have to comprehend that. Like, it's a long season. There's not much to play for right now. To ramp up for these games are difficult. As you mentioned a couple weeks back, it seems like they're firmly in grasp of uh, second in the Atlantic Division. So I understand that. I think they're missing a bit of that oomph the last couple times out. But you just assume they're going to have it for game one against Tampa because you look at the Lightning game, they're playing a bit more desperate as of late, but you assume it's going to come all together for the Maple Leafs. And again, it seems like we've been having this conversation for like a month and we have since the trade deadline, just getting set for the Stanley Cup playoffs. So it's almost here. That's all we can say. Yeah, time's ticking. It's a tough time of year. And again, the, you know, the, the coaches are just harping right now to stay sharp and stay on it. And it's one of those things when you've got the playoffs locked up and you're not really playing for a lot, you need to, you know, do your best to stay sharp and stay on top of things and be professional. And I think that's probably what they're harping right now. And they're doing that at the same time as they're trying to rest guys. And it's just watching the clock and the calendar, trying to get to those buddy playoffs. And it's just as painful for them as it is for us, just waiting for the meaningful games. But, uh, you know, it, it, on the plus side, it gives them time to get uh, guys like Ryan O'Reilly healed up and see what's going on with Murray and just get guys sharp and ready and, it's kind of an exciting time of year. I remember, you know, all the new hoodies and the new the new hats are getting made and they're going to roll those out next week. And it's just a whole new season. And it's like all the bullshit just goes away. And it's just it's just this era of 
of lightness in the room. Like there's only one focus, one team, our schedule. And like the team is bending over backwards to give you everything you need. The, the yelling and the fucking games and the bag skates and it's all over. It's all done. You've done the work. You're prepared. Now you're just going in as a team towards this playoffs. It's super exciting. And, uh, I envy their position that they're in right now because it's it's a super fun time of year for the whole locker room and the whole franchise. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to connect here with uh, Rear Admiral today. Um, so we'll have to uh, book him down the road once again, get his thoughts on the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we will move on. Brought to you by our new friends over at Skip. We're happy to tell you about Mitch's Dishes by Skip. Using the promo code TLN15 in the Skip the Dishes app, you'll get $15 off when you spend $30 or more on Mitch's Dishes. Please note that this offer is exclusive to Skip. Additionally, a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. Skip is currently serving up game time eats across the GTA and Ontario in the likes of Brampton, Guelph, Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, and Waterloo, among other places. If Mitch likes it, it's got to be great. And I'm looking forward to seeing Mitch Marner, Rosie, back in the mix tonight. He was, uh, I guess they said he had some bumps and bruises. I don't know what that means on Sunday. That's white and play against Detroit. It was just a reason not to play him for rest purposes. But I'm down to give Mitch some rest time. He's had a really, really strong season, and it's taken a lot of bumps this season. So it's uh, it's not the worst thing in the world. I just wonder what they're going to do when they're going to do some load management stuff with like the likes of Austin Matthews and John Tavares. Yeah, it's kind of surprising Mitch gets a night off, and they, I, I was kind of expecting one of those guys to be out tonight um, against, you know, the Columbus Blue Jackets on a Tuesday game, not exactly a penultimate game on the roster this time of year. So I thought they'd give some rest, but you know, it's all individual. Some guys don't like sitting out. Some guys are like, I feel like shit if I, if I don't play, if I, if I take a night off and even if I do a bag skate in the morning, which who wants to do that? Um, you know, you come out the next day and you just, you can tell you take a, you've taken a night off. And you know, when you're at that level of playing in the NHL and like, it's weird, man. Like your legs and your your lungs, you are just dialed, man. And when you take a couple of days off, like say all-star break, say you get three days off the ice, when you come back, your legs are fried. They're full of acid. You feel slow. You feel a little bit like you're just, you're such a dialed, well-tuned machine playing every single day and staying in that routine and that, uh, that schedule that you have in the NHL. And then when you just take that off, only three days, you're just a mess after and it takes a couple of days to get back to it. At least that was my story. And I think a lot of guys felt the same way. And, uh, you know, a guy like, you know, a veteran like uh, John Tavares might be like, you know what, I just rather play the game and, and continue on with my routine. That's how I'm going to feel the best. And they would honor that. I imagine. Can you explain what this means? So Sheldon Keith speaking to the media, as we have this conversation right now, Matt Murray is considered day to day with a head injury and other stuff. Can you explain to me what other stuff means, Jay Rosehill? Maybe when he tipped over and he kind of had that whiplash, his whiplash. neck is sore. I mean, I, I wouldn't put that past it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. When you fall down, don't you like stiffen up your neck and like prevent yourself from... What are we doing from, here, you man? Didn't really see what are we doing with this guy? I don't know, man. I've defended him for a long time, and now I'm just like, what are you, what are you fucking doing, man? Like, you fell over. He's got concussion problems in the past before, but I mean, I'm sorry. I'm allowed to speak on the issue. I got punched in the yeah. face so many fucking times in my life. I know what it's like to have to be a little bit rattled, and it just didn't. And you're wearing a helmet, and you kind of just it didn't even hit the ice that hard. It's just it just seems like there's no battle, and then other stuff. What your neck? 
I can just imagine him talking to the trainers going, and also this, and, and then my trap was tight too. And I, maybe we can need to work on it's just excuse after excuse on why you can't go. And I, they might, they probably just look at each other and go, we're, we're not just not going with you anyway, because you don't seem to want to have the job. And that's just fucking frustrating at this time of year, man. It's uh, I've tried to avoid it for as long as I can. And now it just seems like, what are we doing here, man? The worst part about it is the coach has to trot out there and save and protect his goalie and not say much and, and brush around the truth. Like hey, how many times has a coach gone out there in favor of Matt Murray and just lied about everything going on behind the scenes at this point? Like it's, it's, it's outrageous to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be a big negative guy and bash the guy because I think there's just as good a chance as any that he gets a couple of days rest and, and sneaks one or two back in before okay. the end of the year well, and he's on the bench for yeah. the playoffs. And maybe he gets sure. put in in the playoffs and, and he's ready to rock. Yeah. And maybe he's just doesn't give a shit about anything but the playoffs. He's won before. He realizes that nothing really matters until the playoffs and maybe he's saving himself for that. So I'm going to go okay. back to my train of thought of giving him the benefit of the doubt after a little bit of yep. event there but uh nonetheless it's not the not the not the not the thing you want to see right now with your number one and a half goaltender at this point in this season no doubt about it i admire the optimism jay i really really do meantime the botano wrap-up is presented by botano.ca the game starts now 19 plus Please play responsibly as we get to today's pick, and it's uh, Columbus into town to take on the Maple Leafs, the Jackets, 30th in the NHL. We all know how this script goes, Rosie, when the Leafs play inferior opponents. Again, they're 1-1 one one against Columbus this season. I'm angling towards the over in this game. You saw the, uh, the graphic on the screen. Michael Hutchinson, yes, my guy, 1-4-2 this year, 4.37, 8.75. We all know now he's going to have his game of his life. He, again, multiple tours of duty with the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I like the over in this game between Toronto and Columbus. What say you? Yeah, me too. Nothing else really uh, stands out too far. I mean, the Leafs are a tough team to bet on. I mean, it, it's, it reminds yeah. me of, you know, Tiger Woods being in a tournament. They just have so much volume of people betting that Vegas protects themselves, and you never seem mm -hmm. to get good odds. I mean... <sighs> plus 305 for Columbus and they're one in one in a nothing game that the Leafs don't really need like minus 385 to pick the Leafs I mean you don't even look at that it's absurd so yeah. that's just the just the way it is with the Toronto and their their fan following and it's it's uh it's tough to bet on them but they, absolutely you go towards um you know you go to the player props look at who you think is going to get a point who's going to get an assist I love doing that earlier in the season um, pick a guy, pick, pick, uh, Nylander, pick Tavares, uh, pick Austin Matthews to get a point and, and just smash that. You're going to get a hell of a lot better odds than, than what's on the screen there, except for the over. I do, I do not mind that. I think there's going to be a high scoring affair, especially when you look at, you know, the goaltenders that are in and, you know, we still got some firepower on our side. So it's about as good as I can see from you as well. Yeah, I think, I, I think. Looking at this game, there's only one side to, to bet on, and, and and that's the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, the, the price on the Leafs is just way too juiced, and we've seen this plenty of times throughout this season. But laying two and a half goals against Columbus, I just can't get to that level. So I'm probably siding with the Jackets at least to keep it close, keep it under two goals at the very least. I, I just can't lay that that money with Toronto winning this game outright or on, on the puck line. Like, it's just too steep for me so i'm going to look at the over in that game and that's where we're going to play let's get now to the chat 
hot and heavy as per usual. Tim writes in, what's going on, boys? What's up, Tim? Uh, looking forward to this one tonight. Sean writes in, Murray as the heart of a tin man. And uh, a lot of the conversation in the chat is just ripping up Matt Murray, unfortunately. And again, we've tried to stay away from that. It's just, I don't know what else to say anymore about this guy. But it, it really is hard, isn't it? It's hard. I don't like to, I, again, I try to be positive and everything, but this yeah. latest deal is just uh, like, I don't know, what are you doing? And he just looks tired and fucking, I just wish he showed a different, uh, just a different light than he's been showing the last little while. It's just like he's kind of moping along and he gets in and shows some signs of being pretty good. And there was a point there, I don't know, middle middle to the second third of the season maybe where he was looking damn good and he was healthy and they were yin and yanging and they were couldn't even tell yeah. who you're gonna put in you're just rotating and both of them look sharp as hell and we were winning lots of games and that was kind of what i thought the status quo was gonna be and and then just right at crunch time he just this phantom fucking thing goes off and it's hard not to judge it's hard not to say what is the story, man? Like, why are you just the most unluckiest guy in the world? Or is there some problem with the, you know, amount of compete and push that he has as far as I want to be on that ice? It seems more like he looks for an excuse to get the hell off, which is just disappointing as could be this time of year. It really is. And uh, that's the unfortunate part of this whole situation is we're two weeks away from the Stanley Cup playoffs. But so be it. There's going to be adversity. There's going to be scrutiny. And it, it, of course, is Ilya Samsonov's crease. But it'll be Joseph Wall tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So we'll leave it at that. Again, our apologies, Rear Admiral. Uh, we'll try to get him back on in a couple weeks from now. That's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga. Rosie, we'll talk on Thursday, okay? You're, you're, you're off tomorrow, but back in the mix on Thursday. And we're going to have Tim Stapleton on the show, right? Stapes. Yeah, man, that guy's a beauty. You guys probably saw him on Spitting Chicklets there a little while ago. I yeah. was talking to him. He's like, yeah, that just blew up. He's like, I wasn't really interested in doing the media side <laughs> of things, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like expecting me to like start off a career. He's like, I didn't really, wasn't going down that road. But now he's on a, he's on a podcast with uh, Knuckles Nyland. So it's uh, something nice. to check out. It'd be good to chat with him about his time because it's, it's, uh, it's around this time of year that he got to the Toronto Maple Leafs and got a shot and scored a, a shootout winner with them and he knows what it's like to kind of blow up overnight in toronto so it'll be fun to pick his brain about that experience it will we'll try to capitalize on his media career coming up on thursday so that's shay rosehill i'm nick alberga thanks so much for listening and watching take care planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 